1: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play, powered by BlueBet. Gamble responsibly, call 1 800 858 858. Chief Executive of the Gold Coast Suns, Mark Evans, is with us. Mark, welcome to Crunch Time. Yeah, thanks, Jared. Um, it's continued to move
2: very fast, hasn't it? We've uh, felt like we chase this thing up the hill uh, at the front end and um, and maybe some of these restrictions are uh, coming down the hill the other side are, are moving quickly as well and that's a good thing for us.
1: So from the moment the Prime Minister spoke yesterday, for life, never mind for sport, there was a, a surging sense of optimism. Do you feel that on an AFL front today?
2: I do. I, I suppose we're all a little cautious to make sure that we've still got the right protocols in place and to to make sure... I know Gillan's already said, uh, stated quite strongly we need to make sure we've got deals in place with all states and all of the medical offices uh, around those states to have that ticked off uh, and then we can resume training and then build up into match play whether that ends up being in hubs or into uh, a fly-in, fly out arrangement or um, we'll still wait to see on that but it's good news that we can uh, fairly send an a restart.
1: So the Queensland government is is pivotal in all of this. You know, I think essentially they're now leading the way. What, what do you understand from the Queensland government in your communications as to what's going to be possible for the AFL? But
2: there still needs to be an approval of all of the health protocols, safety for the participants and, and the people traveling, but also for the communities that they go into. So that will involve what is the testing regime and the hygiene protocols and all of those sorts of things. That still needs approval by the state, but subject to that approval, it will allow uh, for that travel to occur across the border uh, given those protocols.
1: So that means for the Lions and the Suns, if you do satisfy those measures, you will be able to be fly-in, fly-out teams. Is that right?
2: That's right. And I I think that would also then apply to teams that fly-in or fly-out of Queensland, the same sorts of things. And uh, uh, the the degree of testing and the protocols that the, the AFL puts into place will be the key critical thing with that. I know that there was some terrific feedback for the AFL's Protocols around the hub system um, by a number of states' uh, governments have already mentioned that, and uh, they thought that the AFL had put in systems that went above and beyond uh, what they would they would regard as minimum requirements, and uh, um, and some great feedback for that. So the AFL will still be able to satisfy them around the country uh, the way they have with the hub model, and, and that we can can move about the country uh, with within those protocols. So are you able to,
1: if you, if, you weren't, if you wanted to, if the AFL hadn't said we're going to keep uniformity, would you be able to apply to train this coming week?
2: My understanding is we, we could from uh, within a week's time, but not in a full group. So I think it would go back to Western Australia. I've already moved to gatherings and 10. Uh, in 10. Here in Queensland, things haven't been as harsh as they have been down south. Uh, the beaches are still open. Uh, lots of exercise happening, all of those sorts of things, but um, still restrictions to you know no more than uh, your household plus one other person. That's now been changed. We can now move up to 50 kilometres from our home and have uh, two households Joined together and things like that so it certainly is moving in the right direction i don't think that the afl um, would be comfortable with different teams having an advantage because of of those restrictions that makes it a little bit harder for the afl and you're dealing with so many states uh, and territories as as you're working through this whereas the nrl really only have the three states and the one new zealand team to work through Mark, are all your players back in Queensland? And if they are not, do they still, are they still required to self-isolate for 14 days? 80% of our players actually stayed, which we thought was terrific. Um, some players um, uh, left quickly. We had, had to make some decisions quickly given the, the other state borders were, were potentially closing. And I think uh, all bar about six or seven players have returned to Queensland already. Uh, still a couple have come from South Australia, the Northern Territory and from Melbourne. Uh, and they're all due to come back in the course of the next five or six days. Uh, my understanding of the way that it operates in Queensland is a uh, Queensland you, you you live here and work here, then you don't need to quarantine unless you come from a specific COVID hotspot area. So my understanding is that uh, those guys will be, as long as they get through the border and, and tick that off, uh, then they're okay. What did you make of the AFL Players Association meeting with the players this week? And were you disappointed that the clubs and the coaches and the CEOs weren't involved in this meeting or briefed prior to the meeting with the players? Um, it's been a difficult thing for the AFL, hasn't it? And, and for the most part, I think uh, the whole industry's operated unbelievably well. But it is difficult because by the time one group gets briefed, invariably that information becomes public before the rest of the groups are briefed. So I know the AFL's worked hard on that. Um, it would have been a difficult thing for the Players Association to present. There are a range of options and, and you do have to show the, the whole range of options from best case to worst case scenario. And I think it's difficult in a, a Zoom conference with hundreds of people involved, it's difficult to actually get a, a real proper feel for the feedback of the entire group. Um, One or two players or one or two people can contribute something. It doesn't mean that that's the way everybody feels and um, I can understand the difficulties in that. I I think there's been um, much better discussion over the last couple of days and hopefully uh, we can move on to the season.
0: Have you, um, Dougie, have you uh, spoken to your players about what their thoughts are on on a potential hub situation? I mean, we understand Obviously, that the the players as a, as a group were, were uh, we know they were uh, they had their discussion with the AFL Players Association and the like. But uh, have you been able to actually get to your guys directly and sort of say, well, what's the general feeling in amongst the Suns? Because you're a pretty young team.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, we did tickers, and um, I would have thought the order was probably ninety to ninety five percent of of our players were okay. Now most of them are young, don't have families. Um, uh, you think some of those kids that come out of the Talent Pathway program, they're, they're quite used to flying around the country and mm. staying somewhere for, for carnivals and things like that. Now, the length of time would be the thing that would be critical for, for players to have young families or, or partners. Um, and I think if you go to the, you know, the worst-case scenario, would be that we had to participate in hubs all the way through to the grand final, and that would be pretty tough for some players in the league. But uh, our hope was always going to be that even if you started in a hub, that somewhere during that process, things might ease off a little and that you might not require a a second set of hubs. You might be able to go to fly-in, fly-out. But fly-in, fly-out certainly gives, um, for all staff and players, gives them a lot more flexibility as to how the season
0: Gets done and, and how you can support your family as well. Absolutely, and I'm looking at um, Eddie Maguire Obviously, has said that he thinks footy could return as early as mid June. Have you got any sort of feel for? You know, I know it's a it's a moving moving animal at the moment, but have you got any real feel for when you think you'll need to get your uh, your players back into training, and when you actually think the season will start?
2: Well, I wouldn't have thought that there would be any training at clubs in the next week. Um, mm-hmm around the country if players are still trying to make their way back to, to their clubs. So the earliest possible start for training in in those small groups would be the week after. And I would have thought you know, three to four weeks would be the minimum. So yeah, Eddie is probably right that that date would be achievable if everything um, went well from here. But, uh, but somewhere in June certainly looks like it's a, a starting time.
1: Mark Evans is the chief executive of the Suns with us. Mark, in what you described around um, the feedback from health of, chief health officers around the Hubs model and how impressed they were, is it in fact the case that the AFL is saying that those have essentially been approved um, across the states?
2: Uh- I think uh, I don't know that I've had it said exactly approved, but the feedback that I've had talking to people involved in the states was that they were impressed. So um, that's uh, that's a good sign. I, I think the AFL have worked very closely with them along the way, and still will need to in terms of these uh, protocols and how we f- if we are to have fly in and fly out and, and return to training uh, regimes, um, we'll need to make sure we get a tick off around the country for that. So. I think the AFL's handled itself very well with, with government and health officials.
1: Do you think that the Queensland precedent around fly-in, fly-out will, will serve the AFL well as it moves to the other states to, to have one essentially on board and, and the precedent of the NRL? Do you, do you think that's a powerful case study?
2: Well, I think it certainly helps. If, if you've seen the way um, we we moved into the restrictions, it did seem to be that once uh, a state imposed a restriction then very soon after, some of the other states moved to that as well. Uh, the National Cabinet has set down now some protocols for uh, how we can get the country moving again. It still up, is up to the state and what they see happening in their community and how hard they've gone with their border restrictions as to what they now want to do. Um, but, yeah, I'd be I'd be really comfortable knowing that uh, the AFL... Uh, Queensland, um, Victoria, New South Wales seem to now have ways that we can operate uh, somewhat of a normal fly-in, fly out season. Uh, It now really comes down to particularly South Australia and WA and and what their restrictions are going to be. Mark, do you need to move now to finalise what your new coaching structure will look like and, and have you unfortunately had to let some of your coaches go permanently like we've seen from some of the other clubs? No, we haven't done that again. We've been waiting for the AFL. We understand that things will be different from next year and we've been working with the AFL to try and get an understanding of what soft cap uh, limitations they will impose. And uh, our view would be we still want to run the best, most professional setup that we can, particularly for our young players, to make sure we've got the right number of people there to develop them and to, to get them up to... You know, top-end elite AFL standards, and so um, our, our view will be we'll, we'll keep as many of our great people uh, employed doing those things where we can, um, but we really need to understand the system. We need to know what is the list size, what's the state league program, what's the talent pathway program, and what are the impositions on the on the soft cap before we can get to that.
1: It has been a very lively week. Um, Tasmania changed all of its approach. I think it knows there's not going to be a 19th licence and the Premier was forthright two days running that it was essentially time to take aim at one of the 18 licences and to cull one of the weak. Did you think he was taking aim at your licence, Mark, or at a weak Victorian team?
2: Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that the AFL's uh, strategy for New South Wales and Queensland is working. And I think that has to become more important into the future if we are to genuinely uh, capture the nation's um, eyeballs towards TV and participation rates, then that uh, the 13 million people in New South Wales and Queensland are pretty important towards that. And, and, and I can see the real benefit that has occurred here in the last 10 or so years since the suns have been around, just facing Queensland's going from... 100,000 up to 280,000 people um, in that 10-year period in, in Tassie. I think it's gone from 40,000 to 44,000. So uh, Tassie certainly has some great opportunities to, to grow
0: the game in their own state. But I wouldn't have thought that that would be the expense of a team in New South Wales or Queensland. No, I wouldn't think so either. It's interesting. The, uh, there's been a lot of talk around the asterisks on the season potentially of given it's been a, it's going to be a different season. We know that. I thought your coach spoke brilliantly the other day about the fact that, you know, it, it would be a it would be one for the ages if you can if you can actually find a way to win this season. And I know you guys are coming from a long way back, obviously, but uh, you know, I think that's that's the maturity of your coach, who, who seems to be, in my view, um, Dougie. And I don't know him very well at all uh, to be really growing into that role as the coach. Yeah, and funnily
2: enough, this is his third year. In his first year asked him to be the Travelling Wilbury uh, with the Commonwealth Games and have the first 11 or 12 weeks on the road um, and then uh, this year we're, we're putting up with a pretty unique situation but I think his approach is always to look for the, the positives that you can gain from this when we had the Commonwealth Games he talked about as a new coach being on the road with your playing group and your staff means that you get sort of two years of relationship building into the first six months and I think uh, he and John Haynes um, and, and our respective heads of physio and conditioning, um, they've done an extremely amazing job, amazing job keeping these players connected, uh, all of the different challenges they've been doing. And, uh, it's created a, a great vibe. It's a, um, we will, probably would have liked to have kept the season rolling after a poor performance in round one so that we could actually sort of get back to where we were in the pre-season. But uh, I've certainly got these guys buzzing now. And I think if we do get a date about the start of training and start of the season, then uh, it'll be just the right amount of time. Uh, I'll be worried if it had gone for another two months as to how you keep mm, uh, motivation life. of yeah. young people and making sure that, they're, uh, that they keep up to speed. But I think uh, they've done well so far. And if we do return, then uh, um, hopefully we can take a bit of fresh energy into
0: the next phase of the season. They've talked about the the potential cutting of list sizes. Uh, One of the great challenges for a a team like the Gold Coast is player retention. And Craig Cameron's done a terrific job up there re-signing a lot of that talent that, you know, the the, the kids aren't walking out of of the door, which is a great thing. What position does it put the club in? You know, my understanding is you've got got a fair whack of them already re-signed for next year.
2: Yeah, well, off the back of losing... Stephen May and Tom Lynch, um, we decided we had to stabilise the club and, and went a little bit longer on some of those contracts, uh, Swallow and Whips and Two Miller and, and some of those guys, to really prove to, the, to uh, our club and the rest of the world that this was still going to be a stable ship to be able to build something towards premiership. Um, the pleasing thing for us is all of those young kids that we have bought in over the last two to three years have also... signed signed long uh, it's great for us to have that stability it will give us um, a few restrictions if the list sizes go down we might not have a lot of room to move within that and uh, uh, so that would be a a massive challenge for us
1: Mark appreciate your time uh, this morning and today and yes as I expect in a week's time we'll have concrete information to work with but uh, it's good to hear how things are landing in Queensland appreciate your time